Good morning, everyone. It's Jennifer, and welcome to Practitioner Build Your Practice Workshop. I am so grateful that you are here with me on this amazing full moon morning. And uh, the date, I'm just going to put the date on here so the recording will have it. It's the 29th of August in the year 2015. I am so honored that you're here with me this morning, and we are going to have an amazing time together. So as we begin, I am going to say a prayer. We're just going to pray in, and I want to pray in a very specific way this morning with a high intention. You remember the first time I heard about treatment is to create a purpose for this prayer. So the purpose for this prayer, since a full moon, I love um, practicing the moons, and the full moon is always a great opportunity to release anything. And my desire and my high intention to release this morning is that collective psychology around giving spiritual work, around practitioner, around being a spiritual leader in this world, and the way money flows through our culture as practitioners and ministers. I want to release the old idea that it is unholy to be wealthy as a spiritual leader. So here we go. So please join me with your high intention and just being very present and in your way. I want you to absolutely put your life energy into this prayer. So how grateful I am this morning to be amongst a circle of practitioners, to be here on high holy ground with my beautiful colleagues. And as we just begin this morning by recognizing the Almighty, the beloved presence that I am, as we give way to this higher idea of my being, I'm just inviting all of you to connect up, to partner up with your beloved, your beloved I am presence, that holy Christ within, and ask it to become the dominant presence right here and right now. Ask it to take over the mind, the thought process, the feelings, everything about you. The very breath. And as we just are in deep recognition and unification here, beloved I am presence. I am so grateful that the omnipotence of the Most High God belongs to me. It's right here within my heart. I embody it. The omniscience of God is right here as me. I know what I need to know every moment that I need to know it. I am the omniscience fulfilled. And I am the omnipresence, the very presence of Father, Mother, the Godparents of the universe, the Godparents of me. I am love. I am adored. I am that love in motion. And I know this truth for every single one of us on this call or listening to this call later. I am grateful to stand in the truth that as practitioners and as ministers, we have been given that high, holy insight. We've said yes. 
we said yes to be of service, to lead a consecrated life, to lead a life that is sacred, to absolutely continue to see our life as completely holy and sacred. We are here on a divine holy mission. I am so honored to be amongst the sacred order. And as I stand, and as we stand together in the circle this morning, I absolutely release all lack consciousness in our collective psychology. Anything within our culture that still is resisting abundance as a spiritual leader, any place within any practitioner around the world today, we are making this call, we are releasing this old idea that it is not holy to be wealthy as a as a practitioner, as someone that gives their spiritual gifts in the world. I declare today is a new day. And as we release lack consciousness, as we embrace abundance as our true nature and the true nature of our clients, we bless all practitioners everywhere. And I stand in that truth and claim that we're going to see more and more and more and more and more wealthy practitioners stepping forward in complete array and in innocence, in that place of standing in the full potential of their gifts, fully taken care of in this plane. I am so grateful that there is no longer any need to hide. There is no longer any need to have fear around money or taking money for the deep work that we do. I am grateful for that which we have gone through to prepare to be a practitioner, a minister. I'm grateful for every dollar that we've ever spent. I'm grateful for every moment that we spent in meditation, in prayer, in wrestling with the old ideas of our soul, of releasing that which no longer serves us and mankind. And I claim that this place of practitioner, religious science practitioner, is resurrected into its full potential in the world for all of us, for every single one of us. I am grateful. I am so grateful it is done. I bless this workshop today. Practitioner builds your practice. I'm claiming it good in every way. I'm claiming that each one of us is getting exactly what we need this morning. And so in deep gratitude and in full faith, I release this prayer right into the law, into the presence of God, knowing that it is done. And so it is. And so, beloved practitioners, I'm going to sing you a little song this morning. It's a verse in one of my songs that I wrote especially for you and for me. So take it in, drink it in, because you're the one that said yes. (laughs) Love the call of your heart. Love the gift you bring. Let it bring you joy. Let it give you wings. Let it carry you be 
beyond what you know, beyond old ideas of how your life goes. Yes, and before we are going to open up the phones and share this morning a little bit, because I just want us to touch with who's here, who's in the room, and what is your main challenge building your practitioner practice? And what would you like to get out of this time this morning? What would you personally like to to get? Because I know as you ask that, you're getting it for all of us. So let's just let's just glance over these these quotes here on in the front of our handbook before we do that, our handout. James Dillett, who was a poet, minister of the Unity Church, he was also Native American. He said, If you will do what is yours to do and be what is yours to be, life will provide you the means to do it and be it. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> and Eric Butterworth one of our favorite, you know, to me, he's, he, this book is my favorite, Spiritual Economics. He says, I am a most important person to God, for I am God's living enterprise, and God cannot fail. Yes, we work for God. And Ernest Holmes, if a spiritual treatment could be seen, and a spiritual treatment merely means the mind unifying with good, it, we, it would be seen as a pathway of light. So beautiful. So I am going to call on you one at a time. Um, I'm asking for you not to get too verbal here, but just to be very brief because there's quite a few of us here this morning. And if you would share these C things, share your name, of course, and where you're from. Where is your center? That would be really good to know. You know where you're from, where your center. How long have you been a practitioner? And what's your biggest challenge? What's your biggest challenge in growing your practitioner business, sacred business? And what is your high intention? I know that's kind of, uh, you know, four things. I'll remind you if you forget. So let's begin here. This is a, a cell phone from Utah. And the number is 891. Can you hear me? Hello. Yes. Hello. Oh, we got you on the echo this morning. If you maybe you could take yourself off of the earpiece for a moment. Well, here's what I did. I, I wasn't quite sure how this was going. I'm actually on the website and my phone because I didn't know how this was working. Oh, there and you so go. let me just That's... ask quickly: Is it visual? or Is it just audio? It's just audio. Okay, great. It's just so, audio. Um, the wonderful I, thing I just, about being on the web is if it's good if you're an extreme introvert and you don't want to speak. Um, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yes. So is this Lynn? Oh, it is, yes. Hi. So I, Hi. I've, muted, I've muted my computer so the echo's gone, and I'll turn that okay. one off, actually. 
So, okay. um, yes, my name is Lynn Hagster. I'm from Salt Lake City, Welcome. Utah. Uh-huh. Welcome. Yes. And, and um, I've been a practitioner since um, 2008. I did the online training with um, Reverend Christian, Christina Tollison. And I am um, in my, I'm just entering my senior year in the ministry school at the San Diego campus. Um, but I want to learn, I, I feel like there's just been so much schooling that I've lost some of my pra- practitioner mind stuff. So I'm really wanting to get myself back in that again and be building that up again. And what's your biggest challenge? Is it the study? Is that what you just shared with us? That's one. Yeah, that's had some. I've had a lot of uh, life changes over the past year, and 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 then the school on top of it. And so my mind has is just full. There's things falling out of my ears right now. So, like, I want to get my head and my thought processes back into the whole practitioner thing. And I um, I've just heard wonderful things about your work and your training. But um, I realize that what I get as a practitioner also continues way into ministry. That's not something I ever want to lose. And um, I also have that challenge about let consciousness and and um, really. And I, for the most part, I've not been real bad about asking for the money. But I noticed even as I read through the uh, your paperwork here, there are some things that. Um, some practices that I've done and been taught that aren't good as, as far as keeping an abundant consciousness. So that's what I want to learn. Awesome. Thank you so much. Welcome. And Juanita, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. My name is uh, Juanita McCoy, and I'm from uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, the Las Vegas Center for Spiritual Living. I am a a newly licensed practitioner as of July 25th of this year, just past my orals. And I guess the challenge for me, because I've already had clients uh, approach me, is to be able to stand firm and know exactly uh, who I am and what my worth is and and what I really want to charge. Wonderful. What would you like to get out of um, this workshop this morning? I know you've taken it before. So (laughs) what would you like to get out of it this morning? Well, before I was not licensed and I was still studying as a practitioner. So I wanted the experience now. And I felt even though I got a lot out of it then, I thought it would be really meaningful now, now that I am licensed and now that I have uh, people approaching me, uh, you know, to have sessions with me. Beautiful. Thank you so much, and welcome, and congratulations. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you. And now we're going to go to um, someone that's in Fallbrook, California. Maybe it's Suzanne. Is that you? Hello? Okay, so I'm going to say your number. It's 760-695-7546. And you might have That's muted yourself. Me. There you That's are. Me. Hi. Um, my name is Mary Hard. I guess my, hey, Mark, my, phone, Mary. my phone says I'm in Fallbrook, but I'm in San Diego, actually. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I used to be affiliated with the Fallbrook Hilltop Center for Spiritual Living. 
Now I am a, um, a ministerial intern with the OM Center for Spiritual Living in La Mesa. And um, I've been a practitioner for seven years. And um, it is my deepest desire to be a full-time practitioner. And um, I'm in the School of Ministry, and I want to um, start a center. And um, I've had the challenges that I've had is I've had several false starts. You know, I get into fear about being able to support my family. I'm a single mom with three kids, so that's my story, you know. And um, so my challenge is I get into fear and then I go and just sort of like abandon the momentum. And it's happened mm-hmm. several times, so it's sort of a pattern. So I wanted to take this um, this workshop to sort of kick myself back into gear. Wonderful. In a perfect place. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. And now we're moving into Arizona. And this cell phone, who's in Arizona? I think there's only one of us. Hello. Can you hear me? You know, I have an Arizona cell phone number. Is this 602-653 you're reaching? Yes, it is. Hi, this yes. is Brad. Hey, Brad. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I'm uh, just recently moved to the Denver, Colorado area, and uh, I'm attending Mile High Church and became a member there and participating. just recently started participating with a practitioner group there. I've been a practitioner since 97, and um, uh, the challenge for me is I've never decided to start a practice. Um, I've been thankful and I've been able to teach a certified class once or twice a year, um, and had many of the volunteer activities and responsibilities I did in my church and, and working other jobs um, and not, um, self-employed and different things. And now that I moved up here, I realized um, I just want some support in developing logistics and developing a consciousness of having a practitioner business. So that's why Beautiful. I joined the call. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Sharon. Hi, can you hear me? Oh, absolutely. Good morning. Hi, uh, I'm Sharon Shores, and I actually am also from Mile High in Denver, and I'm a newly licensed practitioner. And um, for me, it's all about getting started, and uh, I've had a couple clients already. And, um, you know, my desire or my intention is to to serve um, at the same time, you know, honor honor myself um, because, you know, and recognizing my value that I have. But it's to mm-hmm. serve and to um, bring light and love out into the community that I serve. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And now we are going to New Mexico, or at least the phone numbers in New Mexico. I think it might be Karen. Karen, is this you? No. Who's in New Mexico? Okay, I'm going to give this phone number again, 505-501-3885. Is that your phone number? Hmm, okay. I wonder if that's Mary's. Probably Mary's. Maybe you're on Mary. No? Anybody there? Okay. All right, now we're going to go to Jane Tucker. Hey, Jane, good morning. Good morning. Hi, can you hear me? I can hear you. 
welcome. Oh, wonderful. We're just sharing right now um, how long we've been a practitioner and where we're uh, hanging our license right now and what's the biggest challenge that you have in, in um, you know, building a practice and what would you like to get out mm-hmm. of our time together this morning? Well, I've been um, a practitioner since 2000 and I'm at Agape and I live in Santa Monica. And, um, you know, I've kind of dabbled in having a practice throughout the years, but I've never really like officially hung out a shingle. Um, I'm a single mom and I'm creating. I kind of walked away from a a job that where I was kind of you know tethered to a desk and it just doesn't uh, wasn't conducive to being able to be around for my son. So I'm creating a life where I have multiple streams of income. And um, I recently bumped into my dear friend Tatiana Renfeather who who took your course recently and she's had phenomenal success. And so mm-hmm. she she emailed me and said, Jane, you've got to do this. So here I am. And um, so I think probably, you know, because I have not really, like, focused on, okay, I'm going to build um, I'm going to build a, a practitioner uh, business, I just really the focus hasn't been there. And I think in my mind anyway, my biggest obstacle is I don't know how to attract clients. So I would like to, um, you know, in L.A., there's so many people who, you know, coach and practitioners and this and that. It just feels like this, the market is so flooded. You know, I guess I have a belief that I would like to get rid of that, um, you know, there's a room for me or I'm not going to attract, I'm not going to attract enough clients. Thank you. Thank you for saying that because I think we all uh, have gone through that and and believe that in some way. So thanks so much, Jane, and welcome. Wow, you know, when when Jane was talking, I was thinking about, wow, it really only takes about 10 clients, but we feel, you know, that place of, my goodness, where are the clients? And we're going to talk about that this morning. And also Karen um, checked in from Las Vegas. She's a newly licensed practitioner. Congratulations. She's at the the Centers for Spiritual Living um, North Las Vegas. And she wants to learn how to set up her, her practice. Perfect place for you to be. And if you are just on the web, you can, you're can you welcome to type in a question anytime. I come over here and check it often. So I'm going to share a little bit of my story. But I do want to say before I do that, that I, if you have anything to say, you can always press star 2. So just remember star 2. Write that on top of your um, on top of your your paper here so you know that you know I always want you to speak whenever you need to speak speak out loud you know this is not just um, a lecture kind of a workshop all right hello who's this hello I think you missed me my name's Lisa I'm from New Mexico I I there think that might you are phone number it's 5013385 okay that's you Thank you for for uh, Josh, uh, you know, being um, assertive here. Wonderful, welcome. Thank you. Your name is Lisa Thank or you. Lisa? Lisa. Oh, okay, wonderful. Please do share. So, um, well, I'm just brand new. I I just uh, I did my training with Judy Blaze at uh, Santa Fe Center for Spiritual Living, and uh, did the orals about a month ago, I guess. And I haven't gotten any paperwork yet, so <laughs> so I just want to learn everything I can about how to Wonderful. how to do it. <laughs> Wonderful, and and congratulations. Thank you. 
congratulations to all of you newly licensed practitioners. And I'm going to just say this too, congratulations to all of us that have hung with it and we're still here and we're going, we keep going because it it is a whole different kind of thing when you um, don't have a class to check in with anymore. You are your own business. So here we go. So I just want to thank you from my heart for being here with me this morning. I know there's a lot of places you could have been on a Saturday morning, the end of August, um, but I am so honored that you're here. So I want to just tell you um, about a little bit about me. I really love my life. I have to tell you, I get to share my music. I'm a, a singer-songwriter. I get to share my music with people that want to hear it, and I truly love being a practitioner. I make about 70% of my income as a practitioner. I've been a practitioner for over 12 years. I am licensed at Agape International Spiritual Center and also for the Centers of Spiritual Living, Camarillo. And I'm blessed with a thriving practice. I have amazing clients that pay me well for being their practitioner. And I've had a dream of pulling my music and my practitioner work together in one joyful expression, and that's happening now as a celebration, which are services that I take to smaller churches and just do the whole service with my husband. We do the music, and I speak, and we do meditation and processes together. I love that work. I also do five-day cleanses because I love them to welcome every season with a cleanse. And I am now starting to teach a company of heaven classes. I just finished my first full-year curriculum of that, and I'm telling you that because really, as a practitioner, you create what is coming through you um, as your life, as your love. You know, like Jane said, you know, being behind a desk and doing what somebody else needs to do is definitely not my path either. You know, it's, it's so wonderful to create your business, but I have to tell you, I haven't always been in this place. Everything hasn't always been this beautiful as my practice. I started taking science and mind classes in the late 90s. Um, I had been, I'm a daughter and granddaughter of evangelical Christian missionaries. So I was born and raised in Ethiopia. And there was a 20-year period there that I could not even enter into a church. I guess it was my freedom journey. But as I came into this belief, into science of mind, I was really attracted to the power of the universe that was one with me and separately. And I just kept taking classes because I love learning about metaphysics. I remember being in Prac 2 and a fellow student asked me, right before we were going into Sunday service at Agape, well, why do you want to be a licensed practitioner? You already are a practitioner. Why do you want to be licensed? And I had to pause on that question. But in that service, I got really a clear answer. I wanted to be part of this sacred order. I want to stand tall in my spiritual practice. I want to be held accountable that I am proving the laws of the universe and I'm walking my talk. I really wanted to do that. And I was just getting ready to go to India with my mother to a very cloistered Christian community that I wasn't even, you know, really to say namaste. We were were told not to do that. So I really was grateful to have this sacred order behind me. And as I became a practitioner, I was prepared to begin my practice by right of consciousness, which I still do. But I didn't have any business training about how to set up a practice. I just set an intention that clients would come to me that were ready to move forward in their spiritual journey. At the same time, I was in a Vision Builders Mastermind circle with 
Reverend Margaret Shepherd, and she kept encouraging me to raise my rates, and and, and I, I so I did. I was about at eighty-eight, you know, I think I charged eighty-eight dollars for a session at that time, and I was rocking my kids' music. I've written a lot of kids' music um, to the Los Angeles Unified School District as an artist community partner. And we even bought a house, which I'm still amazed that two musicians, my husband's a musician and a basketball coach, we were able to buy a house and, and we built a lovely state-of-the-art studio in the, in the lower section of that house. And I would see clients there periodically, but not regularly. And then one day, December 8th, 2008, I'll never forget it, everything stopped. All the art funding for LA Unified was put into the general fund, and we were told to stop all of our programs immediately. We lost the house. We lost the studio. We had to declare bankruptcy. We had to foreclose on our house. Everything that seemed so real at the time, because this was my vision. I had worked for Agape, and I quit working at Agape to follow this vision that God was burning in my belly. So you can imagine the disillusionment I felt. And I'm telling you this story because the reason I built my practice into a business was because I had to. I literally had to. And who brought me back into the land of the living were my practitioners? Because I was definitely in that place of going through the dark, the night, dark night of the soul. Right about that same time, Jesse Corin from Rejuvenate Your Practice came to speak to the practitioners at Agape in early 2009. And I was curious. What he had to say made me realize that I was sitting on a pot of gold. And I want you to know that too, that you are sitting on a pot of gold. When he made that statement that none of us practitioners should be charging less than $150 per session, my jaw literally hit the floor. But that day, my idea of what a practitioner is changed, and I began to build my sacred business as a practitioner. So as we go through this workshop today, I want to invite you to keep your ears and your mind and your heart open. Try not to multitask. Try to just be very present because we might cover some things you already know, but I must say that there is a gift for you today, and I don't want you to miss it. There's a gift that will help you build your practice. And so I want to begin with the set-aside prayer, which is the first thing in your handout the set-aside prayer is a prayer that I got from the 12-step program, and I love this prayer. It is the best thing to let go of any kind of resistance. And the reason I put in gray, and if you'll notice, there's two gray areas, and they repeat the very same thing, that you can use this prayer for anything, for absolutely anything. And many times right before I give a free clarity session, I speak this prayer so that I can really step aside from my greater beingness and let the highest thing happen. So let's speak this out together. I just invite you to speak it with me. God, please set aside everything I think I know about bringing my practitioner practice and my spiritual gifts to the world and taking money for my time and building my practice as a sacred business that I may have an open mind and a new experience about bringing my practitioner practice and my spiritual gifts to the world and taking money for my time 
and building my practice as a sacred business. I am so grateful, and so it is. Amen. So my deep desire is that you leave this workshop today with some basic tools of how to start asking for an exchange of money for your precious consciousness and time. That you will start seeing the possibilities of how to be a fully expressed practitioner in your own style and the world and how to create a substantial income from doing that. My intention is that you leave this class feeling empowered to take what you have as a practitioner to the broader community. And I will also be telling you about a special 90-day master course for practitioners that is designed to help you build a financially successful practice. So before we begin, let's make a few agreements together that what is shared here today stays here. And I want to include that with a recording. I'm going to send you a recording of this right after the class today. And I ask that you do not share it with anybody except for yourself. <laughs> and that we will listen deeply to each other and not, not judge or not try to correct each other. There's one exception. I want you to really be bold about asking any question, and especially when you hit an old paradigm around money for your spiritual gifts, for your spiritual goods, which I call your time and consciousness, that needs to be shifted, I want you to raise your hand right away. And wherever we are, we're going to stop. And I'm going to ring this little bell right here. Well, that one sounded more like a big bell. <laughs> and we're going we're gonna to change that old paradigm. We're going to make a new rule about it. And we'll, we'll, we'll do more about that in a few minutes. Okay, so now we're really going to ground in what is that gift that you bring as a practitioner. So I want you to find a space in the room that you're in. And it, it needs to be a big enough space so that you can walk around in a circle and there, that there's a middle of a circle. So I want to make sure that you have enough room to, to move. Okay, so here we go. I want you to start walking on the outer edge of this circle in a clockwise motion. And just walk slowly and easily and mindfully and prayerfully. And first off, I want you to connect with the earth. I want you to stand tall on the earth. You are here for a high holy purpose. You are here at this time, 2015, for a very significant reason. So as you connect to the earth, I want you to also now connect with that brilliant pathway of light that you are. When you're seen in the cosmic level, you are seen as a rainbow of light. So I want you to just feel into that 
full spectrum of your multidimensional being. Feel into the God self that you are. Stand tall in that. Ask that presence once again to just be the dominant presence here. And breathe deeply and fully. Feel yourself walking tall upon the shoulders of those that have come before us. Ernest Holmes, Emma Curtis Hopkins, Raymond Charles Barker, Emerson, Mother Mary, Yeshua, the Buddha, the greatest teachers, Confucius, the greatest spiritual leader that you have learned from. It could be someone on the other side. It could be somebody here. I want you to step into your high priest, your high priestess. And as you stand tall in this presence, feel the garment, your garment, fully clothing you. And step up to your rightful place as a spiritual leader. And I want you to ask the question now. What is my gift to bring? What is my gift to give? And after you've heard the answer, I want you to reverse and change direction around this circle. And I want you to ask now, in order for me to give my gift, what do I need to release?
And when you hear that answer, I want you to change direction again. So we're going back clockwise. And what am I to embrace? Another way to ask this question is, what am I to step into? What is trying to emerge through me in order for me to give this gift? And when you have received that answer, I want you to step into the middle of the circle now and be still and listen to your divine guidance. Stepping into the Holy of Holies. And when you're ready, I want you to come back to your notes and take a few notes and write down this experience. Just write a few notes so you can come back to it later if you want to write out some more.
right. Oh, I give thanks for this process. It's powerful for me this morning, and I've done it many times. (laughs) So I want you to take this gift that you bring, the gift that you heard during this walking, visioning, and I want you to share it in one word, maybe two, but one word. We're going to share it together. And I'm going to just write them all down. Wow. So let's just start with Jane. What's your word, Jane? Um... I didn't uh incomplete. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> I didn't I didn't get a clear I didn't get a clear message yet. I didn't uh Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. No problem with that. So that wonderful place of in the, being in the unknown. Thank yes. you. <laughs> and Who's this? Maybe it's Mary. Mary, is this you? Hello? No. This is Lisa. Lisa, what's your word? Um, Presence. 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 Beautiful. Thank you. And Sharon? Intuition. Can you say that again? Intuition. Intuition. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. And Brad? Peace. Peace. And Mary. I have two, beauty and music. Mm, thank you. And Juanita. Uh, compassion and healing. Awesome. And Lynn. The vessel. The vessel. Wonderful. Okay, let's go to... Maybe Karen has something for us. Karen, what's your word? Oh, good. We have some money. Oh, beautiful. Oh, Johanna has joined us, and her gift is poetry. And Karen is confidence. Oh, my. How beautiful. I love it. It's like this beautiful bouquet starting to form. And mine is the song, the song of God. Oh, how beautiful. So I want us just to just appreciate this beautiful bouquet of gifts here for just a moment. Just hold them up in your in your mind's eye in this place of deep recognition, that place of the unknown, the presence intuition, peace, beauty, music, compassion, healing, being the vessel, confidence, poetry, song of God. I give thanks for these gifts, how beautiful they are. We just hold them up to that place of high, holy service. Are we a great beneficial presence to the world? <laughs> I know if we're all sitting in the same room, you would all agree with me. Yes, 
powerful what we bring. So I want you to take this gift, this beautiful gift, your gift, and I want you to sit in it. I want you to saturate in it. I want you to feel it all around you. I want you to feel the full depth of it as an e- e- eternal gift to the world. I want you to let it flow through you. And then I want you to take a portion of this and put it right into your hands, this beautiful eternal gift that you bring. And I want you to see somebody sitting right in front of you. And I want you to freely and fully give this gift to them. And see them receive it fully. And now, I want you to ask for exchange of money. And see yourself receiving this money completely. And now I want you to just come back into conscious awareness and feel into what that was like for you. And if anybody would like to share that, just push your star two. What was that like of giving your beautiful gift for an exchange of money? This experience is going to be really individual for you. Yes, please go ahead. This is Mary. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. What was your experience? My experience, it was funny because beauty and music, like I'm not a musician, but I love music and I just want to share music with people. And, um, you know, in terms of, like, having a great music program at my center when I'm a minister, and um, just beauty and taking care of oneself. And But I have no background in that. So it, when I was sharing my gift with the person in front of me, I kind of felt like this feels a little silly. And But I gave it freely, and that person accepted it. And when I received the exchange... My one of my challenges has been like, what do I charge, and how many people do I need to see in order to make enough money? And then, so like I'm thinking, I've always thought I've been charging ninety dollars a session, and then when I take out like taxes and tithing and you know that 
out of it, you know, it's not as much. So what came to me was like receiving $125 for a session. And so that's $25 um, to set aside for taxes and $10 for tithing out of, um, well, it came out of my mind was tithing it. Ten dollars out of a hundred, and then um, then that left me with ninety. So I guess I would charge, I would tie the twelve fifty. But it was just an interesting thing to end up there. That's how it was. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's so fascinating to hear your process. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Anybody else want to share? And I I do want to share that. Um, Johanna's with us now, and um, she is moving to CSL Simi Valley. She's been a practitioner since 2015, and she's in her second year of ministerial studies with Reverend James Mellon from the Global Truth Center. So that's wonderful. That's wonderful. And also, someone else is coming in as creative expression. That's another gift that we're sharing. I'm sorry, but there's not giving a name with your um, creative expression as another gift that we're putting into our beautiful bouquet. Thank you. And joy. Joy, joy, joy. Absolutely. Beautiful. Okay, so I know when I first did this exercise, I must say, oh, somebody else wants to share. Jane. Hi. Hi. So, so um, you know, when you f- we first started talking, you said, uh, you know, never charge less than um, $150. And in the past, I've probably ch- uh, I think I've charged um, seventy five for for a uh, for a session. So when I was we were doing the socialization, I I you know imagined a, you know a PayPal invoice of one hundred and fifty being you know being exchanged. And it's funny on one level, I mean I know how much I bring to the table, and I know I know my worth. And yet right now I'm in a challenging place financially. It's you know it's the end of the summer and and all that. And uh, I immediately projected, like, the, like, oh, how is this person going to pay me that money? You know, I went into, like, the fear <laughs> for <laughs> So, I mean, I have to laugh at myself because it's a total projection. But that's where I went. I went, oh, how is this person going to pay this? So um, there's definitely some work there for me around that limiting belief that there aren't, um, uh, you know, clients out there who can afford me. You know, because that has been a, in the past, people wanting to come to say, oh, I really want to see you, but I don't have any money, you know. So mm-hmm. definitely that's part of my work. And it came up again. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing that. Very, very powerful to just feel into where we are with that. And what I always say to myself is I never know. I never know. And I'll tell you more about that in a minute. All right, so we're going to continue here because the problem I I see, most practitioners feel like they're not ready. Like, well, if my, you know, we could just take Jane's example. If I my consciousness was higher, then I would be better prepared. I remember at the beginning, I didn't want to have anybody that was in, in dire straits financially because I was as well. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't want to tell anybody how to live prosperously because I'm not there yet. Or, you know, we need to take one more class or have more initials behind our name or in front of our name, be further along. Or people may think we're a fraud. You know, whatever whatever it is that's keeping us from really stepping in, I'll just tell you right now, it's not real. I mean, it is real in your own mind, but nowhere else. The The solution, I think, is the solution is to really stand in our spiritual leadership. 
there are not many people that have gone through what we have gone through to become a practitioner and to really step through our fears about being visible. I see a lot of practitioners that are very willing to serve and to be a volunteer practitioner, but when it comes to really standing up and being visible as out in the world, um, I know that I had to go through a whole initiation of my own device uh, to become visible and to really take back our power around money. And as we do that, we really get empowered and our gifts start to grow and to shine. As your gift starts to shine, you're going to become more confident, more visible, and your walk with spirit is going to become even more intimate and real. So here's the one ingredient that I think is going to really help you around money. And that's to let go of everything you think you know about money and the way it works. That's kind of the set-aside prayer once again. So imagine with me that we lived in a world that works for everyone. And we knew the law of the circle without question. Let's go back in time. We offered our gifts freely. We received everything we ever needed freely. There was not an exchange of the substance called money. We just gave from our overflow. If we had extra, we gave it away. We we do that now still with, you know, if we have too many tomatoes, we give them away or too many peaches on the tree. We took whatever we needed. We knew without a shadow of a doubt that everything was provided for. We were sourced. And because we were sourced, we gave our gifts freely. And then when money was introduced, money wasn't given freely. Money came with a set of rules that were different than giving freely. When the exchange of money began, it gave those of us who didn't know source a way to feel sourced. And the distortions of greed power started to make up the rules of money. This came to me in a meditation, so I'm not really bringing you anything that's been in a book or I've studied. It's just that I got very clear for me that there was part of myself that forgot that I was sourced. And those of us that work with spirit, with consciousness and energy, we started to back away when money when money was introduced in that greed power. We we weren't vibing with that that you know frequency at all. Remember the witches? Their gifts started to be named evil and tainted because they had spiritual power. They knew they knew how to help empower and heal people. And the rules of money were meant to control the common man. So they were, you know, they were started to back up into the alleys and to seeing people in secret. And there was this whole thing about, you know, shame. Maybe we could call public shame. I'm sure all of us have been burned at the stake at least once. <laughs> so today, money has come to equate power. It's an agreement that we have made. We also have an agreement that to be spiritual, we are self-sacrificing. It is unholy and self-seeking to charge money for spiritual work. Part of us still believes that. So the rules of money are not based in truth, according to me. They are a a man-made idea, and it's time for us to take back our power around money. Because somebody else made up these rules, I want to make up my own rules. So just think about it. Do you know how valuable you are as a practitioner, even if you have just graduated you know, last month. We have studied for four to six years to understand deep truths. 
We have turned ourselves inside out. We were willing to do that and reveal any hidden agendas and judgments. Release them so that we could sit with someone and see them whole and perfect and complete. We've learned how to listen deeply and how to pull from the infinite to, to give to the finite with our treatments. Think about it. We bring a huge benefit to the world. I know coaches, life coaches, that have studied for less than one year online or not, and they charge $200 for their sessions. They don't have near the training that we have, and they don't have the spiritual component, which people are hungry for. I know that Reverend Michael charges $5,000 to perform a wedding or a funeral. He has no concerns about that. That's just his cost. And I, I was in my chiropractic office one day, and I saw this article about Aurora Winter, who is called a heartbreak coach. And she started the Grief Academy. Her credentials, as far as I could see, was that she really went through a deep place of grief because she had lost her husband when their son was small. And so through that, she started creating counseling. I don't know what her training is, but she charges, you can experience her coaching for $10,000 a day. And she, you know, she's in, uh, she works with the stars. She works with those people that are highly in, uh, you know, big money. And they come to her and spend $10,000 for one day with her. That could be you. Absolutely. It's time for us to be empowered as wealthy practitioners. The gifts that we have to bring to the world, especially now, are precious. The world is changing rapidly and people are losing everything, especially their old belief system. And the old structures are falling down and that which is not real is dissolving in front of our eyes. People without a spiritual connection are scared. They are lost. They need what we have. So let's make up a few new rules around money. Okay, I want you to just feel into that. And the way that we do this is, you know, we're doing it collectively, but we have to do it one at a time. You have to do it for yourself. And the way that I do this, at every place that I get hooked with an old idea around money and sharing my gifts is where a new rule needs to be implemented. So I want you to make this really personal. All right, so I've written down a few of them for for us to go over, but I want you to just let this, you know, kind of instigate within you any that might have happened as I'm speaking. Just think about any place that you get hooked still and raise your hand and let's talk about it. Let's let's change the old paradigm. So the first old paradigm is give little, receive little, or no money, no risk. Okay, so this, and the new rule is give as if money is given as freely as your gifts and makes it so. So I made a decision to really get involved with my process and my practice. So an example, somebody stops me in the parking lot and says, oh, my mom just went to emergency and they're, they're doing a whole bunch of tests on her. Okay, the old paradigm would have been, oh, wow, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, I'll pray for you. That's it. We're done. I'm gone. She's gone. Okay. The new rule would be, wow, let me pause here and let me be with you for a few minutes. Let me see what's really going on with you and do you need some support? So really giving of myself freely and if support is needed on a deeper level to invite them into having 
a free clarity session with prayer with me, which is my gift to give to any anybody that's out there, you know, needing some help. You're going to come up with one of those too because we're, we're going to talk about that a little bit more. Okay, so here's another old paradigm. Take what you can get and take any clients you can and charge them what they can afford. Oh, this is a big, big one for me. So my new rule says set a standard of receiving and stay there. So I set a fee structure. Don't under-earn, don't under-be, set boundaries. I'm not my client's best friend. I'm not their mother, their sergeant. I'm here to help them heal. So I set really clear boundaries around my time and energy. There's a problem around payment. I stay very present instead of just saying, oh, great, I'm sorry, bye. You know, I used to just hang up the phone. Um, This is a business, not a hobby. Don't desert yourself or your clients. So one thing I want to say about this is I tell my clients they can call me anytime for prayer. That's one of the perks of being my client. But they know when they call me that they have about 15 minutes, and then it becomes a session, and then we will go into like, well, let's schedule a session. This is not the time to do this. So that's one of the boundaries that I've had to set. And, oh, good, we have something coming up here. I think it's Mary. Mary, what's coming up for you? Um, Well, how do you handle that when you have someone who – doesn't appear to be able to pay you. Like I've had practitioners um, gift me sessions, you know, if I was struggling financially or um, just say pay me when you are able. You know, how do you handle that when somebody says I can't afford to pay you? Well, I'm going to give you the short answer and the long answer is um, what you're going to develop within the 90 days master course. So the short answer is I have already spent a lot of time with them before I even talk about money. I've spent a whole 35 minutes in deep session with them. Mm -hmm. And when the thing comes up about money, I give them first my fee structure. I don't even talk about my fees until then. So they know my standard already. And if they have a hard time paying, but I really feel like they are ready to do the work, then I really do this process called dancing with concern. So I stay in present. I stay present with them. And then we go into, wow, what is really going on? Is this something you really want to do? Let's see how you could do this. So I really keep that standard of my fee structure there. And then I will also present to them, well, what could work for you? To me, the intent that they have behind working with me is more important than the money. So if somebody is really passionate about working and their desire is great, on a scale from 1 to 10, it's a 10, then we'll find a way to work together. Sometimes they just need to pay a little differently than I'm asking, but it makes a real difference that I've set my standard before we have that conversation. Does that make sense to you, Mary? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. It'll get clear as we go along. Thank you for your question. That's a great question. All right, so let's keep going down this this uh, old paradigm now. Where how can I tithe if I feel so depleted? So my new rule is always stay in the flow of the law of the circle. Seed and harvest. Seed and harvest. Put money into my business training and watch it come back to me as clients. That's a big one. I pay somebody my fee every month 
to have a session. She's a practitioner, business coach. I believe that we need to be willing to have somebody help us as we are willing to help somebody else. That's a big belief for me now. I used to try to do it all myself. The other thing is I started seeding instead of tithing because, you know, as I said, I've been around church my whole life, and tithing had become really crusty for me. It had, it had it lost its aliveness. And so I heard about seeding, which is kind of the pay it forward of, of tithing. And so I deliberately seed now. I am giving $100 back to God. Of course, I'm giving it to some place that I've been spiritually fed in love and appreciation for my gift of life. And after I give it, then I harvest. Uh, and I say I am gratefully receiving a thousandfold back from God on the return current with the highest good of all concern. Because, see, I needed to empower that part of me that forgot that I was always sourced. And so I started pushing against this law of the universe of abundance, this law of the circle. And i got to tell you, and I keep track of it, I put it on an Excel spreadsheet, and I put down what I give and what I receive. And I put everything that I receive on there. If somebody takes me out to dinner, if somebody gives me a class or a session, you know, I put that on that other side. And I also love to do this anonymously. If you if you have um, a reader, get the, it's 99 cents, get Happy Money. It's a great little book that really will, will just loosen up this whole idea of giving like a dollar anonymously and writing a little note in it on a post-it like, Live long and prosper. You know, I hope you enjoy this happy money. I roll it up and I put it in real inconspicuous places like the, you know, egg carton at Trader Joe's, someplace where it's going to be a high circulation of people. And I make sure nobody sees me. And then I, as I leave that place of establishment, I then harvest. I'm gratefully receiving back from God a thousandfold. And love, you know, on the return current with the highest good for all. So I, it's a game that I've been playing with this, this beautiful law of circulation. And I got to tell you, my not only has my business bloomed, but my whole circulation and seeing the provision has been profound for me. Okay, I'm going to keep going. Old paradigm: if I just meditate and pray, everything will be okay. Sloppy here, sloppy there. Now, I don't mean to say in here not to meditate and pray, but I used to not be very, very clean around my money. So I came out of vagueness and started really asking for clarity with everything. I cleaned up my numbers. I started keeping my numbers, like how much am I spending. I started to see how much money is coming in. I started, you know, using a whole system for keeping track of my money. And that has been really powerful. And, you know, as a musician, just, you know, you do the gig, you get paid, you put it in your pocket, you spend for food. You know, that's about the... So I had to really grow in my consciousness around money. Okay, the old paradigm. People with money know more than I do. They intimidate me. They are more powerful than I am. And here's my new rule. I am one with the infinite abundance, the infinite source of the universe. All is revealed to me when I need to know it. I am equal, I am equal, I am equal. I am the boundless opportunities required here. So I'm going to ask you, Do you? could you be your minister's practitioner? Could you be Michelle Obama's practitioner? Could you be 
Donald Trump's practitioner? You know, ask yourself that. The answer is yes. But see if there's any place where you're holding yourself back because you think you're not enough or you need to be more. Okay, I want you to stand up for a minute. Just turn around in three circles. Ricky BB taught me this when I was <laughs> her assistant, whenever she was go- making a little bit of a transition. And if we were live, we would take a little break here. If anybody needs to take a bio break, please go ahead and do that. We just have um, a little change in perspective here. So so Ricky BB would get up and take three turns, three circles, you know, kind of like Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz. And it does kind of, it changes your vibration. It changes the whole feeling tone. All right. Okay. So, Lynn, I I want to know if you would read for us. Maybe she's taking a bio break. I'll see if she's there. Lynn, are you there? Yes, I had to unmute. Oh, wonderful. Would you mind reading this um, Psalm 1, 1 to 3 for us? Blessed is the man and woman who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But her delight is in the law of the Lord, and on this law she meditates day and night. She is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that she does, she prospers. Amen. Thank you. love that. Yeah, I love that too. You know, to me it's like, all the, the way of the scoffers and all that counsel of the wicked are just the things within me that I'm still working on. I'm, they don't very much show up in the outer world unless I'm there. So I love that, that I prosper. I am like a tree. So are you. So when I decided to start expanding my spiritual practice as a business, my whole world changed. My consciousness has made a huge leap. Why? Because I have to walk my talk deeper and wider in my visibility. It has strengthened me spiritually in every way. I have to listen deeply on a daily basis how to run my business. This is God's business. This is God's business. And how I do it is with this amazing partner. I don't do it on my own. I can't. I have tried. (laughs) So I just want to ask you, how many of you are still in the closet with being a practitioner? outside of your center. Are you visible in the world as a spiritual leader or as a spiritual counselor? And I don't want to get into the logistics of that word because I know we're not to use those that word anymore. Counselor. I call myself now a spiritual mentor. I know that uh, my, my friend Angela Montano calls herself a prayer counselor. But what we call ourselves is not that as, as important. I'm just asking you, do people outside the walls of your center know that you're a practitioner? Most of my clients do not attend church regularly, if at all. And after I heard what what Jesse told us about charging $100, $150 a session, I decided to try that. Mary, you have a question or you want to say yeah. something? Yeah, I just wanted to say that that was what I have to release. One of the things I need to release is I feel slightly embarrassed 
outside of my center about being a practitioner or telling people that I'm going to be a minister because I I feel like everybody has ideas about what that means and they look at me differently. So it's releasing what other people think of me and my embarrassment about coming across as sort of like a hippy-dippy, airy-fairy kind of, you know, new age, whatever, you know. So what's the new rule for you, the new the new guideline for you? What? Well, in the, in the visioning, um, I just saw myself as a spirit, a powerful spiritual leader who is very grounded, you know, grounded in um, powerful spiritual truth. And is that above what other people would think? I mean, does that take um, Trump? Is that Trump? <laughs> That's Trump card. <laughs> uh, what, what do you mean? What I mean is when you, because you will go there again, you know, there's part of you that's, yeah that will go there again like, oh, I don't want them to know I'm a spiritual leader because they're going to think I'm airy-fairy woo-woo. But if in that moment you could step into this new paradigm like, oh, wait a minute, I'm a powerful spiritual leader, a grounded spiritual leader that has so much to give the world, that your, your feeling of service will start taking over the insecurity. Yeah. Well, when you said... um when you said earlier in the the call that I'm sitting on a pot of gold, I really felt like um, I do have solutions, you know. I do have um, a powerful way to cha- help people change their lives. Absolutely. So, so, yeah, I think remembering that, that it's not – I think somebody said to me one time when I was like, thinking I would start working as a practitioner. Somebody said, oh, you know, like I didn't know you could make a living doing that or something like that. And so that belief just like sunk. I just absorbed that belief and just, you know, felt like there's no such thing as making a living as a practitioner. And I really like that you, I think on your website you said you're a spiritual life coach. And I really Mm -hmm. like that, that way to phrase it thank you you're going to find too what works for you and how to talk about it that's that's why i think what we do more than anything in the 90 days is get the languaging around what we do because what we do is so powerful and if we can get out of our um our science of mind speak and talk about it in plain language and i love that you said i do have the solutions because all you need to do is line up those solutions to the problems and you're golden. Yeah. Yeah, you're golden. Thank you so much, Mary. That's very powerful. So I think that you have a new a new paradigm as I have a powerful way to help others. I do have solutions. Like why would you hold that under a bushel? Thank you so much. Okay. So what happened at, to me is I made a decision. You know, The Power of Decision, I love that book. Raymond Charles Barker, it's one of my favorite books, and I read it, you know, at least once a year I try to read it because it's so powerful. 
So I decided to, to do that, to have to do $150 a session. And, of course, every time I've raised my fees, I've gone through emotional and spiritual discomfort and lots of growth. I was scared, but because I had made the decision, spirit always supports me. The entire universe always supports a decision. So after this decision, I was working at the Agape Prayer Ministry, and we were taught there not to spend more than seven minutes. It should be plenty of time to hear the request and stay out of the story and pray. And one of the callers this particular morning asked if I was taking on clients. So I said yes, and we arranged to speak later in that day. And I will admit that my knees were shaking, (laughs) and I was feeling not very strong, but I went ahead and told her that I charged $150 for my sessions. She never questioned my price. She, She said yes. She came into my new fee structure with ease. She never even questioned it, which made me realize it was all about my own beliefs, right? We all know that already. So at the same time, I was surrounded by fellow practitioners that were doing the same thing, learning to do the same thing. And I can't tell you how important it is to be supported when you're pushing past your comfort zone or what I call your used to, used to zone. To have someone hold you accountable for what you say you want is a really precious gift. And this precious gift is what the 90 days to build your practice master course is all about. It will give you that. So let me give you a broader overview about how I work my practice, and then we'll get into some nuts and bolts of where you can begin. So the first thing, and you have this in your in your handout, get ready, okay? Be prepared to talk about what you do. Example, you're in an elevator with someone, they've never heard of science of mind. How would you talk about what you do? What do you do? Um, you know... <laughs> Oh, I pray, you know, you you probably wouldn't even say that. So that's really important to get very clear about what you do. I'm a heartbreak coach. (laughs) There you go, right from Aurora Winters. Where where is that quality of your practitioner vision wanting to express that you as you? Okay, let's look at these. Let's look at one. Compassion. It's right here, right within your heart. It's no further. Where does this compassion want to go as me? Who are your people? Where are they? How can you give that? What can you give that would welcome them into your world, into your field, and make it easier for them to know you and what you do? Wow, I'm going to give a free meditation in my neighborhood on compassion, a compassion meditation. Make it easy for people to come. Just a little idea. We're just talking little ideas here. All right, now set, set. Get your basic structures together. Remember, you want to make it as easy as possible for your clients every step of the way. Know what you will be offering them. That is, you know, know your fee structure. What are you going to charge? Okay, I love to work in a series of sessions because a series of sessions allows me the sustainability of practice. And so as I sat with my my practice, and and it seems like the same thing kind of happened every time for the first couple sessions or first three sessions, and so I started honing in on what I was really doing, and I call my work soul care. And so my first three sessions are called soul cleansing. 
my 10 and I have a 10 session series that I call breakthrough intensive because everything that I do is around the the desire of the heart so the soul cleansing is really allowing the heart's desire to percolate up so I speak about it that simply and a breakthrough ten, intensive is when you're really serious and ready to make a paradigm shift in your life and I walk through with you every step of the way so I wrote all this out and I studied it and I gave my sessions names and I gave them a price so my fee structure right now is my one-on-one sessions if you come to me one at a time one at a time it's $200 but you can save a lot of money and we can work an intention because I love to work one week after the other with a high intention that we set so three series sessions, the, the soul cleansing is 497, and the 10 sessions, which I call breakthrough intensive, is 1370, and that includes the soul cleansing. So they always know that they get that as part of it. So set up your calendar. When are you going to be offering your sessions? Get serious about it. Put it on your calendar. If you're not in session, then you should be working on your business. You should be doing something to prepare, even like Joel Goldsmith did, would sit there in meditation and receive. You know, really get serious. When are you going to do sessions? I love using timetrader.com. There's a lot other scheduling tools out there on the Internet, but it has saved me so much time. So my gift to give the world is free clarity sessions. It's a way for people to come and speak to me and see my work and get clear about something. So... If I meet somebody and we start that conversation in the parking lot, I'll say, why don't you take me up on one of my free clarity sessions with prayer? It's a time for you to get really clear about what we've been talking about. Let's get underneath it. And you'll have an opportunity to see my work. So I'm bringing it into the professional world. And we'll see together if we're a match and if there's anything else we want to do together. So they know that they're stepping into a professional world now with me. We're not just in the parking lot anymore. And so I get their email, and then I send them an invitation when I get back to my computer to schedule some time with me. And it, this schedule saves a lot of time and money. Where are you going to do your sessions? Safety is really important. I do my sessions mostly on the phone. Very, 98%, yeah. And this helps, I can work with people all over the world. I can work on Skype, and it's really wonderful. I'm I'm teaching now classes, and, you know, I have, I have students from Canada and Bolivia and in England. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. Just think about it. You... You know, Johanna says, very few people outside my church know that I'm a practitioner. Wow, well, isn't this a great opportunity? Because, you know, it's not limited. I would say there's probably, in my life right now, there's maybe 20 people that are clients and students active right now. That's only 20 people in the entire world. But they've been able to find me, and I've been able to find them. And, you know, as I say, I do it on the phone. I've I've really... It's very intimate. It kind of reminds me when my son was in, in uh, you know, his teen years, and he didn't want to talk to me much. But when we were in a car, we were driving, and both of us looking forward, he was able to open up and really tell me a lot of stuff. <laughs> so um, get your business cards, your website, Facebook together as much as you can, but 
don't wait for that, okay? Don't wait for you to get a website together before you start. There's, it's not necessary. All that's necessary for you to start talking to people. And it's more important for you to get their business card for them than to get yours. Okay, and set your boundaries. Decide what your time is worth. How long is support time? When does it become a, a session? I tell my clients they can call me anytime for prayer, but if it's over 15 minutes, it becomes a session. My clients really honor my time as I honor them. I also tell them about the World Ministry of Prayer and the Agape Prayer Ministry for support when I'm not available. That's a big deal for me because I'm a recovering codependent, so I don't want to create codependency. I want to empower them in their growth. So I want to make sure that if I'm not available, that they have somewhere to go. And what's your cancel- cancellation policy? I just took somebody else's. I use it. It's just very simple. And when I send out an invoice, it's right there. Or when I send out a welcome email, it's right there. And you're going to see all that, you know, when we go into the 90 days. You can use my. You can use anything that I use. And what are you going to offer your potential clients to get a taste of your work? As I said, I offer a free clarity session with prayer. It's very simple time. lasts about 40 minutes. It's actually a session. But it's a very particular session. It's a session where I ask some very important questions to get underneath what's really going on. And they feel so listened to and cared for in that half an hour that, you know, to say yes to work with me in the long term is, you know, comes easier and easier for them. The thing about the free clarity sessions with prayer is it's helped me become a stronger counselor as well because I've given hundreds of them. So it's a great way, especially for you new practitioners, to practice. You know, there's no exchange of money, but at the end of that time, then I take care of myself and my business. It's part of receiving. Because also something that I've really had to learn was overgiving and not learning, not receiving, which I think as a group we're chronic as. We know how to give, but to receive, we have to ask. Okay, so I want you to now go, go, and start having heart-opening conversations. This is conversation that's all about them. It's all about you asking them really important questions and then when the time is right for asking for the business. And so for every conversation to be effective, it should have these five elements. And I see those five circles on the page. I want you to write down now in those five circles these five elements. Very powerful. And we go into depth with these in the 90 days to build your practice master course. So the first one is fire. The element of fire. This is the element of connecting. Connect your heart with your heart and your potential client's heart. You as a practitioner know how to do this already. You know how to look into somebody's eyes so they feel like you're really seeing them. You connect. So connection, fire is connection. Connection is more important than anything. The next one is earth. Earth. This element is to serve. To treat your potential clients 
as if they already are your client. This is part of that giving freely. And support them completely. Support them completely. Earth. I know you are all great at that already. Okay, and then metal. Metal, think gold. Metal is acknowledgement. To acknowledge. Allow yourself to see the dignity within them, leaving them feeling better than when your when your conversation began. Acknowledgement, very powerful. Water is the next one. Water. Water is that invitation to be curious and to go deeper. You know how water always finds the lowest. It's kind of like that getting under that to that core effect of what's really going on. Ask heart-opening questions that reveal their desire, what they want to experience instead of the pain that they are in. And this is a beautiful process of bringing somebody, helping them understand and feel their pain and then helping them come to another place of their vision. And then wood, wood. Wood is about giving them a choice. Being bold and giving your potential clients a choice to take the next step. This is the element that I really believe most of us practitioners and ministers need to work on the most. So here is an example of a non-wood question is, or, or statement is, call me, here's my card, call me if you'd like a session. Okay, it just kind of sits there. But a bold wood element would be, would you like to schedule a session? That, uh, that asks a very bold question, but it's a gentle question. They can say yes or no. And this is from that sale is not a four-letter word by Jesse Corrin and, and Charlotte Jacobs. And I will tell you that I went ahead and studied with them for a year. And that's where I am coming from is that place of studying these elements and these beautiful in every free clarity session, I do an inventory afterwards and I go over the five elements. Were they present? And every presentation that I give is that there. And it's changed the way I've done my, my, um, you know, my sessions. It really has. Okay, so let's now, I want you to take a few minutes. I know I asked you to take an inventory and see how much you have made this year as a practitioner just to take inventory so i want you to to take a few minutes here i'm going to give you about five minutes of silence and i want you to answer these questions you know how do you show up in the world as a as a spiritual practitioner okay as a practitioner of truth so where are you now with your practice And if you're you're brand new, just just say that it, wherever you are, it is. And where would you like to be? And what's the next step for you? So I want you to answer this and make sure you put the financial component in there. I'm going to give you about five minutes of silence.
All right. Hmm. So, what is your next step? Where would you like to be? Just spend a moment um, letting yourself just close your eyes for a moment. And lift into that place of where you'd like to be in your practice. Feel into that. I say yes. I say yes. So just take a minute and say yes yourself. Pour yourself into that. Pour your love into it. Believe in it. Pour your belief. <sighs> yes. And so it is. And so it is. Oh, so I'm going to answer a question here from Sharon. Sharon has a question. is How does one transition from a traditional business to practitioner? I've been a social media consultant and now want to move my role into practitioner. This also might help others transition from traditional roles. It seems that offering a meditation class is like going from far left to far right. I love this question. Thank you, Sharon. Um, I have to say that's not as far left to far right as you might think. (laughs) And this is going to be very personal for you. Because as you start to offer simple things, like a meditation class, absolutely you could, offer, uh, you could find the languaging. In fact, that's what I want to tell you about the languaging. The languaging is so important of how you speak about it, and you already know that as a social media maiden. You know that it is all about the languaging all about the languaging. It's about how to speak about it. And you know, there's so many people that are hungry now for meditation that I think it would surprise you how many people are really wanting that from the people that you serve already. The the beautiful thing, I'm I'm reminded of Leslie Leslie McNamara who took my very first uh, 90 days to build your practice. It was a mastermind circle then. And she um, was a tech consultant tax consultant in Canada. She helped people that were years behind in their taxes. And as she took the 90 days, the whole whole ministry opened up because she realized, and I want to tell you this to you, Sharon, that it's not separate, her, that she her, her clients are right there. She's now inviting them into prosperity classes. She's now inviting them into one-on-one coaching to really deal with what's underneath their tax problems. So 
as you start getting really clear about what's yours to do, the languaging, everything's going to be really coming up around that. Easy. It's going to be easy breezy. I hope you take the 90 days master course with me, Sharon, because it's going to be very helpful for you to get words. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about about it now. I'm just going to go into sharing with about, about the master course. I feel like I'm inviting you into my altar <laughs> to share my altar with me because this has been such a journey for me of, you know, being a missionary kid that had, you know, no idea of how to make money. I mean, I thought that life was an e-ticket um, when I was a kid. And now to to absolutely feel like I'm taking dominion over my monies and my, my business as a sacred coach. And the work that I do now is so powerful. I mean, we go into some amazing realms in my work, and it is deeply spiritual, and yet it is taking care of me and my household. You know, it's just amazing. So I want to tell you not to wait until you have all your ducks in a row to begin to invite people into these conversations. As practitioners, you do that every day. But I I know that most of you might put this in a file, you know, good to know, especially using this wood element of asking, being bold and asking a potential client to make a choice. It's not comfortable. In fact, I can tell you that unless I had had a huge accountability factor and support around me, I wouldn't have done it either. But because I did, I quadrupled my practice in 90 days. I went from three clients to 12 clients in 90 days. I love that we've been together for almost two hours here, but you can't build a practice, a thriving practice, from a two-hour workshop. And that's why I created the 90 Days to Build Your Practice Master Course. It's a weekly support call for you to lay the foundation of a successful business practice. So can I tell you about it? I'm going to ask you that, and I know you're all saying yes. <laughs> and please raise your hand if you have any questions. So this circle is, you know, this course is a perfect place for you if you are serious about becoming a professional practitioner outside and inside of your center. The circle is designed to help you increase your income and build a sacred business. And I will be mentoring you in how to be a spiritual counselor in the world. Those of you that are just starting out, this is the smartest thing you could absolutely do. I just took a lot of practitioners from um, Seattle Center for Spiritual Living to this course. And, wow, the, the ones that had just graduated that were just ready, they were so ready to step into having a more of a structure of how to do this. So I'm just going to say if you are under-earning, in other words, self-debting, and I call self-debting any time that you're giving away your precious time and your sacred gifts, and you're scared that no one will pay you for your time or you can't take make a substantial living, in this 90 days you're going to get over your fear about charging clients, about asking for the business. This program is specifically designed to help you start to honor your gifts and what you're here to do so much that your fears become secondary. We talked a little bit about that, Mary. Sometimes you just have to take an assignment and hold your nose and jump in. You know, there's going to be one week where you're going to have to get 20 no's. And i got to tell you, that assignment for me was profound because it took the no out of the scariness for me. And it was one of those assignments that I just had to hold my, no- my nose and jump in. 
Your gift as a practitioner is so incredible. You have the goods right now. You have what the world needs right now. You have the solution to many problems. You don't need another certificate or title behind your name. All you need is some simple, doable tools. And what you have to give is so much greater than any fear you may have of giving it. And I have to tell you, if I can do it, you can do it. I'm very simple. <laughs> Everything that I do is very simple. I can't make it complicated or it gets into that place of overwhelm for me. Oh, awesome. And here's Karen saying, oh, my God, Sharon, great question. I am in the process of doing this. I own a metaphysical gift shop, transforming to a metaphysical boutique where you discovered the gift is you, not the crystals. Books are any other items you may use as a tool. The greatest tool you have is inside of you, and so it is. I love that. I love that, Karen. And now you can invite those beautiful people into having a beautiful metaphysical session with you. Um, and grow your practice that way. How wonderful. I love that. And I'm going to say this, you know, how do you, how do you tell the world what you do in everyday language? How do you get to your people? You're going to discover who your people are. Your ideal client looks a lot like you, but to identify them and in a way that you're going to be able to speak to them, that's so simple. And to me, this is what took out the mystery for me and the scariness is I got really clear how to speak. Right now I, I'm clear that I'm here to help practitioners and ministers who don't have a clue about how to start their their sacred business to build a thriving practice. That's my what do I do statement. And you're going to come up with one as well. This is a safe place in this course you're going to have a safe place to try out everything and anything. Your elevator speech your fee structure, how you talk about what you do. Um, we're going to be practicing together. And maybe your vision isn't one-on-one -on -one sessions, and there's a unique form that your vision is calling you to express in this world. Well, every month we have a practitioner that is thriving in their practice. Share with us what they're doing in the world and how they did it. There will also be plenty of time to ask questions that you'd like. So Stephanie Dawn is one of my favorites to bring on because she started her entire ministry on Facebook. She'll be great for you to, to, to hook up with, Sharon. Um, she absolutely started her practitioner practice. She's thriving now in the world. She started, she knows exactly what you know. She was trained as you were trained. Karen Russo, you know, she has taken money to a whole other place. She comes on as a guest. Angela Montana comes on. She's a full-time, five-day-a-week practitioner. And she has taken prayer to a whole other level. So we get to really experience other practitioners and how they learned and what they did and what, how, how it formed. It will be so encouraging for you. So the 90 Days to Build Your Practice Master Circle is on the phone once a week. And we're going to begin next week on September 3rd at 5.30 Pacific uh, Standard Time. The 90-day program that I signed up for with Jesse and Charlotte was 1997, $1,997. And I know some that charge even 3500 for a 90-day program. Well, I will tell you that I appreciate every dollar that I have spent on improving my business as a practitioner. But this program is specifically designed for Agape Centers for Spiritual Living Practitioners only. 
And my price for the 90 days to build your practice master circle is only $6.97. And I want to ask you, what would it cost you for not signing up for this course? Just think about that for a minute. I know you're interested in building your practice or you wouldn't be here with me today. And if you're like me right now, you're probably doing that talking to yourself kind of backpedaling thing that, oh, I'm going to do this work on my own. That's one of my default protectors. Do it yourself. Jennifer, you're smart. You know how to do this, only it never gets done. I have a big desire. I start up and then I peter out, you know, with no one there holding me accountable. And I get And I get out of the learning environment. The first wall of resistance that comes up, and believe you me, there will be resistance that comes up. I just stop. I stop and my bank account stays very small. That's been my experience. So the gift that you bring to the world as a licensed practitioner is immense. Your presence alone is a huge benefit to the planet just by you doing your spiritual work every day. Your your spiritual center would not even exist without you. And your service there is important, but I'm going to be really bold in saying that your presence is needed even more outside of those walls. And there is no need, no need, no need. Hear me, my friends. There is no need for you to suffer from lack of income. None. Many participants in my master course realize their true ministry and purpose in these 90 days. And i got to tell you, once you're hooked up with that, there is no stopping you. No stopping you whatsoever. None. So weekly... We'll ground in prayer, a brief meditation, and then everyone has a chance to share that wants to share. You know, you get a chance to really give your individual update. And then there'll be a business point that we're going to learn. And it's kind of like boot camp. We go quickly. It's, it's you know, this is what we're going to do this week. But I will tell you that the actual work, it's maybe an hour a week. It's not like you're going to have a whole lot to read or do, except focus on what you need to to consciously do. Um, so I will tell you that it's not a lot, not time intensive, but it will take you through everything, every little bit of resistance, and you'll come out of the other side. Every week you set an intention, an affirmation, an action commitment that you're going to do that week, and you have an accountability prayer partner that is your partner in this whole thing, makes it very powerful. And I'm available to you all the time. Um, you're also going to uh, lay a foundation for a successful practice. One session in here and there is not a sustainable model. You're going to build your skills and confidence with one-on-one coaching. You're going to craft your own free consultation. If you want to call it a free clarity session with prayer, you can. But this session is so important. This is probably the focus point of these 90 days is to really get your gift to the world so tight that you attract clients easily, easily, and sustain your practice. When they come into these, these, I'm just going to call it free clarity session, it really consciously brings them into deep trust and readiness to do long-term transformational work with you. Why? Because we practice, practice, practice using very specific NLP questions. These questions are designed to really open you up a core issue. They're they're like magic. I asked you one at the very beginning of our of our workshop this morning. When it comes to building your practice, 
What's your biggest challenge? Very powerful question. How do you sell your services without fear or shame? We talk, Mary, you touched on that a little bit today. You are the boat to get clients from Pain Island to Freedom Island. What you have is what they need. In order to serve on a higher level, you're going to have to do something about your money fears and insecurities and your fears around being a spiritual leader. This course will help you do that, and you'll be prepared to step out in confidence and courage to bring your amazing gifts because you have the tools, you have the solutions. And as well, you're going to be surrounded by practitioners, the most powerful manifestors on the planet for others. <laughs> I just have to say that because I... I I know that it's been my process, my prayer partner's process, those, my colleagues of mine is like, we're so great at standing in the truth for others, but how do we stand in the truth for ourselves? You know? So you're going to be surrounded by amazing practitioners. Um, you're going to embody the science of mind teachings that are previously just words in these 90 days. You know, no, none of us have a bigger thrill than seeing spirit use us. Just even if it's in saying a simple prayer after service, there is no bigger thrill. And to see you start living and breathing this in every day, it's so it's so amazing. It's so amazing. I, I know that you know your visions about it are really what it's like. Um, I'm going to tell you that you're going to gain new clients and earn thousands of dollars more. I want to tell you a short story about what happened to me last February. Is my mom made her transition. Before that, she had Bulbers ALS, but that's not what took her out. She broke her hip. And so Bulbers ALS is the ALS that focuses in the throat, and she couldn't swallow very well. So we were already, you know, making sure she had somebody with her for meals. But then in, she was in the hospital. We had to be there for 21 meals a week, and that was for eight weeks. And I wanted to be there. This was a precious time. And so I just gave my business over to Spirit. I said, Spirit, you got to run my business I'm, I've got to be here with my mom. And the first week in March when I came back, because my business, my practice is sustainable, over $3,000 came in. That's before I even got back to work from my existing clients. There was enough to cover my expenses at that time. I'm just, I was so grateful. I was so grateful. This isn't, wasn't somebody that just wanted to give me a donation. These are people that actually were, were paying me for the work that we were doing together. I already told you about Leslie McNamara. I'm going to send you, after this class, I'm going to send you a whole bunch of testimonials so you get to read other practitioners' experience. My minister, Reverend Grace Lovejoy, not only brings clients in, into a series of sessions with ease now, she became more visible as an artist. Her genius awakened, and now she's selling her paintings. Why? Because this, this course helped her to learn how to ask and to receive. I'm going to take you step-by-step step into this promised land. I promise you that. You're, you're going to be setting up a fee structure that you're in harmony with and also competitive in the counseling world so that you can confidently ask potential clients to pay you what you are worth. I have such a huge desire today to see you fully expressed as your practice, so much so that I'm going to give you a guarantee that if you don't reach the intentions that you set out for these 90 days, because I always will ask you to set an intention. And if you show up every week, setting your intentions weekly and affirmation and action commitment, I'll give you your money back. 
if you don't reach your intention, that's my guarantee to you. In fact, I'm giving everybody today that signs up for 90 Days to Build Your Practice Master Course two VIP bonus sessions with me. And that's a value of $300. That is truly amazing. And so, also, if you sign up today or tomorrow, I'm going to give you through the weekend to sign up, I'm going to offer this special offering to you for only $497 or three payments of $175. So I'm going to give you 48 hour, hours to decide about that. And if you go onto my website today, I'm going to send you an email about this, but anybody that signs up today, I am going to give you copies of my new twins, my two new CDs. It's going to be my loving gift to you. So grateful. So grateful. Yes. And so if you go to my website right now, just look under Higher Learning, and you'll see the 90 Days Master Course right there. My, my website is jenniferruthrussell.com. And under Higher Learning, you'll see the 90 days. And your coupon code to receive that $200 off is CREATE. C-R-E-A-T-E, no uppercase, just CREATE, small letters. And it'll show up in your shopping cart. So I am going to take some time right now to pray us out, and then I'm going to answer any more questions that you have. And those of you that need to get going, um, thank you so much for being on this call with me today. And if you have anything else you want to say, just raise your hand now, star two, as I'm, as I'm getting ready to go into prayer. Actually, you know what I'd like to do? Oh, I would like to ask somebody to pray us out. Oh, wow. Yes. I want to ask, who is this beautiful soul? Jane, would you pray us out, please? Sure. Thank you. Okay. <clears throat> so just take a moment to <clears throat> to go into the silence. <clears throat> so Father, Mother, God, Infinite Spirit, how grateful I am for this time together today, knowing that we have all joined together, one mind, one heart, one life, and that is the life of God, and knowing that we are forever connected in this journey of empowerment, of enlightenment, and of ex expansion, and absolutely knowing that this time together has been so very precious, and that seeds of self-love and self-worth and self-value have been planted, and that those seeds just sprout new life within each and every one of us, and that that, that life energy that has given force today just rings out throughout the universe, and it's just carries through each and every one of us. So I'm so grateful for Jennifer Russell and her generosity of heart and spirit and love for her expertise, for her beautiful words of wisdom that she has shared with all of us and known that we take them deeply into our heart. I am so very grateful for this time together. I'm so great, very grateful knowing that any doubts, fear, doubts, or worries that have crept up, that they are released into the nothingness from which they came. Mm -hmm. And we call forward just an absolute knowingness that all is well, that spirit has our backs, that we are co-creating a magnificent life with spirit, and we are all abundantly supported in each and every way. So I'm so grateful for this knowing, and I just say amen. Mm -hmm.
Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Jane, for that beautiful prayer for us to close us off today. And so now is the time for you to just ask me any question you have. Um, if you want to ask online, I'll be I'll be refreshing that. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, Karen. Says Sharon. Thank you. Thank you all for being here. So just push star two if you have any questions about the master course or want to know anything about what we've talked about today. Jane. Hi. So um, thank you so much for your time. And um, so just to be, to be clear, um, so if we sign up, is it this weekend or just today, then we can get the 497? You can get the 497 for the whole weekend. Um, mm-hmm. If you want the bonus of my CDs, I want you to sign up today. Okay. And yeah. when we sign up, the option of doing the three payments at 175 that is available? That's right there on that page. You'll see it. Mm-hmm. And that will be up for two days as well. Okay. And do we know what time these calls will be? Oh, thank you. I, thank you for asking that. Um, 5.30 Pacific time. Okay. 5.30 will be... Okay, Excuse so me? on the third, it's at, and on the third, it's at five. You said five o'clock. I meant five thirty. Okay, five thirty. We usually we usually finish at six thirty, some between six thirty and six forty-five. So I wanted to give the opportunity for people that are on the East Coast to be able to be with us. Mm-hmm. Okay, beautiful. Yeah. All right. Thank. Thank you, you so much. Oh, Thanks and for your what, can I ask another question? Absolutely. So do you also provide in these sessions, um, you know, like like uh, help us with the structure, like, you know, like what questions to ask or, you know, do you have different tools that you share, things that you use in your sessions? Absolutely. I give you everything that I have and details. Like you're going to have specific templates for, you know, everything, everything. <laughs> and they're just beautiful because they're simple after you fill them out, you're going to be clear. And after you start getting really honed in, um, then you're just going to take these questions to some of your your beloved uh, ideal clients to get more words to how to talk to your ideal clients. So I give you everything, everything you need. Okay, beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, you're so welcome. Thank you, Jane. Great questions. And I think this is Lynn. Is this you, Lynn? Yes. You have a question? Um, I I do. I have two actually right together. Um, do you ever, or what is your feeling about people who want to barter, barter or exchange around practitioner sessions? And um, um, living in Salt Lake City, I um, I've actually been in a couple different churches in and out of Utah, but um, I the churches I've always been in the practitioners actually had one fee that they, mm-hmm. they you know, for everybody. They they didn't do individual kinds of things um, yeah. as far as their fees and stuff. And so the pay structure was always the same for every practitioner. So clients in the church didn't have to try to, you know, have money be an issue for them. So between, I know California has a whole different economy than a place like Salt Lake City does. So when you talk about your fee being what it is, do you take that into account where you live around the country or is it really does not involve that kind of dynamic. The, the, uh, uh, let me see if I can answer. There's like three questions there. Let me see if I can answer the last one first, and then just oh. remind me if I haven't answered the other two. 
the the first thing that I always suggest is that you really look in your area, like what is what is a psychotherapist cost in your area? Um, you know, go outside of the center and find out what is the the average. Um, that's a, to me, that's what you should be charging. That should be your your fee should be around that. Um, the other thing about the the I'm going to answer the church the church thing. I have called the home office to ask very specifically of if there is a standard for us, and there is not. There is no standard, and this is my belief, <laughs> and it could be right or wrong, that whoever designs the websites just puts up a blank, you know, this is what everybody does, we're going to just put it up. And then it's never really revisited. I, don't, I have very few churches that I've talked to that they've really had a discussion with their minister about this. And as I asked my minister about it, she realized that it was way off board. It was really out of alignment with our integrity. Um, and so she decided to just take off the fee structure from the website. Um, and this, actually this workshop has created a lot of other churches having that conversation, um, Palm Desert being one of them. You know that, wow, what the, the head minister is supposed to ask for this and then the other ministers ask for this and the practitioners ask for $40 for a session. Um, to me, there is no standard, and especially most of the work that you're going to be doing is outside of the center. And sometimes the practitioner has gotten to the place where they have two different free structures, one for people in the center and one for people outside of the, the center. The, the conversation that I have around people that can't pay is, uh, this is the way I make my livelihood. And after I set my fee structure, like I was telling Mary, after I set my fee structure, they're conscious then of the value that I've set for myself. If spirit leads me to do a pro bono, I will always do that. I will never question that. If someone is really, really serious about doing some work, but I always set in within that structure a way for them to start working on a prosperity consciousness. Okay, well, I'm going to gift you this class, but everything that you receive during this class is unexpected income, I'm going to ask you to tithe it to me, um, 10% of that. Something like that. Okay. Did I answer your questions? Uh, yes. Um, yes, thank you very much. The last one, though, was do you ever barter or exchange, or is that out of the realm now from where you are? You know, you know um, very rarely. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just always open to spirit to do that, but because... For me particularly, I really needed to nurture myself with financial income. It was not in the in the plan. Now, if the Spirit speaks to me about doing that, I will definitely do that. But to me, this is a professional business. So I asked your question, would you go to your dentist and ask for him to barter for, with something for you? Probably not. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's it's just not professional yet. I believe that we're going to change the whole system, and who knows, it might become our system. But right now, it doesn't feel right to me. It feels like I'm, I'm kind of cheating on myself, and I, that's been a big part of my learning, is to put myself first. So, you know. Thank you. Yeah, you're so welcome. Thanks for that question. That's great. All right, so I'm going to come over here and see if there's another question here from our. Oh, uh, Karen has a question. Three payment option of 175 will be in the email or on the website. Yes, absolutely, both. And Sharon, so right now I have teleseminars that I'm doing on the second and fourth Thursday of the month along with 
a mentor medical intuitive. Wonderful. And would it be valuable for me to sign up given this may be many that I will miss? Will the calls be recorded? Yes, they are all recorded. I'm a self-motivator, and when I invest, do the work. Fabulous. I wouldn't worry about it. I think you're going to get everything you need, and especially you're going to sign up for two one-on-one sessions with me where we take the material that we're learning and get really focused, really into exactly what you need to know as you because remember, spirit is uniquely showing up as each of us. So the way that this is going to come through you is going to be so different than it comes through me. And um, and I'm also really already seeing this teleseminars as a part of you growing your your business. How beautiful. Can't wait. It's going to be so exciting. Okay, anybody else have another question? I'll give you two seconds here left. Any more questions? And great questions, by the way. Thank you so much for filling out this, this teleseminar for what you needed to know. So thank you for being with me. I just am, am excited about this, and I'm excited that today we have actually shifted in the universe the paradigm of all practitioners everywhere. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> and so um, I hope to see you in the 90 days, and if not, somewhere else. All right. Take care.